Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, tis the travel season. Why now is our time to make holiday plans? And how much more are those plane tickets or tanks of gas going to cost us? Plus, a health alert for women, a potential link between chemical hair straighteners and a higher risk of cancer. What you need to know if you use them. Then later, our series, The Sweetest Thing, PB and yay! We are taking you on the assembly line to show you how the iconic Reese's peanut butter cups are made. And it starts today. Fitness expert Denise Austin here to help us warm up before we walk. Today, Wednesday, October 19, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the third hour of today. We've got everyone here. Chanel, Greg, no one's on assignment. No one's on vacation. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yes, happy anniversary. So 11 years. 11. 11 years. Yeah, she's been putting up with me a long time. What do you get for 11 years? Uh, 12. You get another year. Oh, please. I don't know. You hope so. You get some vacation. You get to get away. (laughs) There you go. Well, welcome back to the cold. Thank you. Yes, it is uh, very, very chilly outside. Half the country actually waking up to what feels like winter. That's right. If you want a real taste of winter, take a look. Michigan. Some kids already off on a snow day. And I hope it's a true snow day. That's right. Yeah, not an online thing. (laughs) Snow day. More than 100 million of us are under some sort of weather alert and the Midwest really feeling it. Temperatures as low as 20 degrees below the average highs. Bad news for plants and flowers. Businesses Mm. doing their best to save what they can. Let's take a look, show you temperature-wise what is happening. Mm. Uh, Right now, numerous record lows from Oklahoma, Texas, New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, down into Georgia, up into Illinois, jet stream way down to the south. So those record high, low, high temperatures will continue today. It's more like November. I mean, late November, Chicago, 48, uh, Springfield, 55, Wilmington, 62. The good news is after tomorrow, with mm-hmm. some more chilly temperatures from Memphis to Cleveland, down What's to Atlanta, news, we are going to Look start to see temperatures warming up. So upper 60s in New York during the weekend into the mid 70s as you get to Nashville. So temperatures will start to rebound. And in fact, next week, mm-hmm. much warmer than average here in the east, colder than average out west. Bringing the good news. This That's morning. what we try to do. We like that. Okay. We like to start with some good yeah. news. Cold weather also a sure sign that winter is right around the corner. And that means it's time to start thinking about holiday travel. Our travel expert, NBC's Tom Costello, live at Reagan National Airport to help us prepare early. So, Tom, Thanksgiving just a few weeks away. That means everyone's going to be flocking to the airport again. Hmm. Should we expect similar delays and cancellations like we saw over the summer? So... 
Yeah, the Department of Transportation and some airline CEOs just talked about this yesterday, and they actually think maybe they have righted the ship, if you will. You remember May and June were bad travel months. Uh, we had a lot of airport and airline meltdowns. They then started readjusting their schedules to align with how many pilots they have, how many flight attendants, and things improved in July and August. And so they do hope and expect things will continue to stay calm, they hope, in terms of their staffing levels, in terms of how their performance is through the holidays the big variable as always is weather as you know and it's usually the biggest problem going into uh, Christmas in terms of which how many airports could be affected by snow and ice but the, the hope is right now that they have adjusted their schedules adjusted their staffing they think that they're gonna be in pretty good shape uh, going into the holidays We'll see, right? Famous last words, but that's their plan. <laughs> so, Tom, the plan is obviously to adjust the schedules, make that all work smoothly. But price, this is uh, set to be one of the most expensive uh, years on record for travel over the holiday season. What's what's yeah. the reason? I mean, besides everything else is going up in price. Yeah, so a couple of things. I mean, jet fuel, as you know, we've been talking about oil and gas prices. Jet fuel prices are a lot higher, and demand is pretty substantial. We had one of the heaviest travel days uh, in more than 18 months just last week. So Thanksgiving tickets are up 25% over last year, averaging about $281 domestically, and Christmas up 55% over last year. Average ticket domestically, $435. Uh, listen to this. Airlines say that 87% of seats they have 87% of seats from 2019. What does that mean? They're not on 100% in terms of the number of seats they can offer. Mm -hmm. They still did have all those pilot layoffs, you may recall, sure. and they're still not up to full capacity like they were before the pandemic. Yeah, you know, Tom, I've been—I I just booked our family because we—we got to go out to Pasadena for the, for the uh, uh, Rose Bowl parade, and it is tough. We're doing a lot of juggling, but for for those who are going to be driving, yeah. we've seen gas prices go down, but now they're starting to creep up. Any relief at the gas pump? Well, as you know, the Biden administration is talking about tapping, continuing to tap the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, another 15 million barrels. Listen, a lot of oil analysts think that's going to have a negligible impact. Some of that is being done for domestic political consumption going into the midterms. Uh, that said, we're right now averaging 3.85 a gallon. That's uh, that's a nationwide average. A lot more in California, up 18 cents uh, in a month, up about 51 cents in a year. I, I talked to an oil expert this morning who says we may see that drop a little bit, down about 10 cents a gallon as they continue to tap the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That would get us to 375 a gallon nationally. Again, a lot more out in California. Absolutely. Tom Costello for us. For starting us off. That, tap that gas. Thank you, oh, Tom. Thank you, sir. So important. I looked yesterday to, to go home to Wichita, Kansas. Mm -hmm. Guess how much tickets are? I don't know. 500. Over like around 650. Wow. Really? Yes. I'm going to Tahiti. So which kid isn't coming? <laughs> you too. Or her husband. Which kid might see that? All right, we'll figure that out. All right, well, now to a health alert. Everybody is talking about this. For women yeah. who use chemical hair straighteners, there's a new study that finds a potential link to an increased risk of a specific type of cancer. NBC's Emily Aketa is here with the story. Good morning to you. Yeah, this really is catching the attention of mm -hmm. so many women who have used or currently use these <clears throat> chemical straightening products, myself included, as new research is linking the treatment with a higher risk of developing uterine cancer. But doctors say just how often you use them is key. The National Institutes of Health out with a startling new study. Researchers finding women who use chemical hair straighteners may face a higher risk of developing uterine cancer. 
While that form of the disease is relatively rare, the study shows people who applied chemical straighteners more than four times a year faced a 4% risk compared to the 1.6% for those who did not use such treatments. For women who were very frequent users, we saw that their risk of developing uterine cancer was about double compared to women who did not use those products. The study tracked more than 33,000 women for almost 11 years. And while researchers did not find race or age had any impact on risk level, they do note the adverse health effects could be more consequential for black women. 60% of the women who reported using straighteners or relaxers in the last year were black women. So the burden of this um, exposure really falls to the population of black women. Despite a growing movement toward more natural hairstyles, many black women say they still face discrimination for wearing their hair that way. And even though I feel like online people will say, oh, yeah, afros are beautiful, natural hair is beautiful. When you go into the workplace, you get side-eyed. Chancellor Makanjuola says she straightened her hair for two decades. Those are the, the risk factors that I now have to look out for because, again, this was something I have had put in my hair and repeatedly over time. While it's not known what brands or chemicals are behind the raised cancer risk, researchers say straighteners could be riskier than other hair products because they can cause abrasions and burns on the scalp, possibly making it easier for dangerous ingredients to enter the body. This latest study isn't the first to claim chemical straighteners may be harmful to your health. The products have previously been linked to higher chances of breast and ovarian cancer. Now this new risk adding to a growing list of potential dangers. So while the study did not look at specific ingredients, researchers say chemicals frequently found in straightening products like formaldehyde, metals, and parabens could play a role. And remember, while experts say this study should be taken seriously, especially by frequent users, it should not cause panic. The increased cancer risk is still small, according to the study, at 4%. And this comes as we're seeing an uptick in uterine cancer Absolutely. Cases. When I was young, I think I started getting perms and relaxers when sure. I was in maybe like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every six weeks. Yeah. Like if you go into salons, I mean, yeah. people are still getting the relaxers. My mom had me get a perm when I was in second grade. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should watch the the Chris Rock documentary. It's true. 2009 Good Hair. It will open your eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we're talking. Absolutely. Thank you. Emily, thanks for doing that. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Well, coming up, we're going to be talking with L.A. Clippers owner Steve Ballmer, who's joining us to make a huge historic announcement. And then in our series, The Sweetest Thing, the factory that's cranking out candy, how Reese's Builds up all those buttercups. (laughs) Coming back from an injury or any painful condition is not a do-it-yourself project. Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven has the technology and talent to help you get back to what you love. Whether it's taking a walk or running a marathon, Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven can help you get back to your personal best. Gaylord, think possible. Also available in Madison and Wallingford. Go to gaylord.org for more information. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching 
engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back now with a Today exclusive. In the U.S., only about 1% of venture capital funding is allocated to black entrepreneurs. But our next guest is trying to level the playing field for all businesses. In a big way, too. For almost 15 years, Steve Ballmer served as the chief executive officer at a little company called Microsoft. NBA fans know him as the passionate owner of those L.A. Clippers. And Steve is with us this morning to make a huge announcement alongside Larry Morse, the co-founder and managing partner at Fairview. It's one of the leading venture capital firms here in the United States. Gentlemen, good morning to both good of morning. you. Good morning. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for being Thank here. Thank you very much. Steve, let's get right to it. You and your wife, Connie, have, have decided to do something fairly extraordinary. Yeah. Let me lay it out. It's a $400 million of investment that will go to uh, black fund managers who manage venture capital funds and growth equity funds. Uh, and they will have a requirement to invest at least 30% of that into black-led businesses. Wow. Uh, our goal is to feed that need for venture startup capital that is missing in the in the African-American community. We are partnering with four people, four companies to get that done. Goldman, J.P. Morgan, uh, Aerial Alternatives yeah. uh, with their product and Fairview Capital, who's been doing this for for a long time. Close and we're excited. Years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, Larry, for you, one of the recipients of this um, at Fairview, uh, one of only four. How this has kind of been in the works for the last year or so. So you've known about it. That's you know, correct. it's not a surprise. But what went through your mind when you did first hear about it? A long time coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner, Joanne Price, and I started Fairview Capital close to 30 years ago to commit to venture capital funds, private equity funds that exert an outsized impact on company creation, job creation, wealth creation uh, in this country. So to have uh, an investor of, uh, of Steve's ilk, if you will, uh, commit $400 million uh, to this area of activity as extraordinary, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Yeah. But they did their homework. Mm-hmm. Um, they took close to a year to get to, to know us, to get to know the space. Mm-hmm. They're data driven. Um, they found a compelling investment thesis and a rich opportunity set of talented mm-hmm. investment professionals and entrepreneurs. And they chose to commit. You say it's also a watershed moment. Why is oh, that? Very much so. If you look at, look, there's something like 70 trillion in assets, uh, managed by asset managers in the U.S., less than 1% of which um, uh, is managed by uh, black fund managers and that has the opportunity to find its way to black-led companies. Public pension funds, corporate pension funds, and the like have been committing capital to this area for some time. But it's extremely unusual for foundations, family offices, people like Steve and Connie, to commit significant capital, risk capital, to black-led firms uh, with the idea of having this capital find its way across a broader landscape of people and communities. So it's extremely significant. It is a watershed moment. And Steve, so, so why uh, this instead of, say, some would say, why not a philanthropic donation? Uh, very important. We do a lot of philanthropy. 
Some of it uh, focused explicitly on economic, all of it, mostly all of it, essentially, focused on economic mobility and a special portfolio that focuses on black family economic mobility, since economic mobility numbers in the United States are are the worst for the African-American demographic group. Great. So why not philanthropy? Because there's nothing self-perpetuating in economic mobility. There's no job creation. The money disappears over time. Uh, my wife still pokes me and say, why, why not philanthropy? I think Larry would agree with me. You're not going to create businesses and jobs unless this delivers market returns. So this is an engine. It's an engine. Okay. That's correct. As I mentioned, we've been doing this, uh, committing capital to a diverse group of fund managers for close to 30 years. And the data will show that you can expect to generate the kinds of returns as you would expect in any other segment of the market, uh, investing capital with such talented managers. Steve, we, we've got just a few seconds left. We can't let you go without talking basketball here. <laughs> Clippers, Lakers, uh, season kicking off here. Who are you doing year. this? <laughs> I know. So what, what can Clippers fans expect this year? Oh, we, 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 we've got a shot to do something great, but it's, it's sports. Yeah. You know, you gotta go out and deliver and perform. It's kind of like these guys will have to deliver <laughs> yeah, market exactly. returns. That's right. Our team better deliver some market returns yes. this year because I, I think we got a lot of potential. Okay, you heard it here first. Yes. Steve, thank you. Larry, thank you so much. It's a pleasure thank being so here. Much. Thank you for having Congratulations. us. Congratulations. What a phenomenal thing. Thank you so much. Uh, coming up, it's a classic candy, especially this time of year. We are getting the scoop on how Reese's makes those legendary peanut butter cups. Then in our series, The Upside, the couple who went from renovating homes to building a remarkable life together. Now they're sharing that with the whole world. We'll be right back. for our series, The Upside, where we try to bring you a little light uh, in the morning. And this next couple is doing just that. Their online followers know them as the property lovers. They share their love for each other, home renovations, and their flourishing family. It took a while to get here, but we're both proud of who we are, and we're proud to be same-sex couple raising children. PJ and Thomas McKay's love story began more than a decade ago in their hometown of Cleveland, Tennessee, when they met at a party. I was like, this guy is pretty cool, but I think it was like a year or two later that we reconnected over Facebook, and we started hanging out the next day. We both were like, we could see this going somewhere. And in October of 2015, they officially tied the knot. You may kiss your husband. Shortly after getting married, the couple began documenting their life and love for home renovation. We're actually going to take you guys along with us as we renovate this bathroom. Capturing the hearts of hundreds of thousands of fans across social media. We had no idea that it would turn into um, a profession. It was just more about sharing our lives and then it kind of turned into something else entirely. What kind of feedback have you received over the years? We have a whole uh, bulletin board that PJ made full of letters from people all over who have written us and shared a little bit about their lives and how our lives connect. People have especially connected to the couple as they've opened up about their path to parenthood. Along the way, you talk about the fact that you had this idea of growing your family. How did you navigate that? Well, we always knew we wanted kids. We just didn't know how to go about it. There was just something that was pulling us towards foster care. We're gonna be doing foster care classes for the next nine weeks. We were hesitant 
because we are in a homosexual relationship, but what sexual orientation you are, the color of your skin, none of that matters as long as the kid is going to, uh, to a good home. In 2019, PJ and Thomas became foster parents, opening their home to three young siblings, Alan, Raya, and Anna. How old were they when you first got the kids? They were four, two and a half, and 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd never changed a diaper in my life. We went from zero kids to three kids overnight. There's so much uncertainty in foster care because there are mounds and mounds of paperwork, check-ins from the caseworkers. Our court dates kept getting pushed back because of COVID. It was an emotional journey. For us, we really just tried to focus on the fact that no matter how long the kids were going to be with us, that we could change their life in a positive way. And in August of 2021, the McKays became a forever family, adopting the three young kids. What does a good day look like in your household with three little ones? It usually involves a trip out to our farm that we are fixing up. The kids love it out there. And then dinner around the table. We're super big on creating those moments together as a family. In their small southern town, the McKays admit not many families look like them, but say their community has been so welcoming. I was outside on our front porch and our mailman came up and he said, oh, is that your husband? Are those y'all's kids? And I said, yes, we adopted them. And then he shared with me that he grew up in a very conservative Christian home. He just said, you know, Jesus loves you guys, I love you guys, and I think that's wonderful. It was a really special moment. And for PJ and Thomas, it's a reminder that family, no matter how it's made, is everything. Picture this, young PJ, young Thomas are here right now. What would they say? about the life that you've built? Well, young Thomas would say, number one, I don't believe it. And number two, that this is kind of what I always hoped it would look like. Young PJ would be like, I just want to speed it up to get to, to where we are now. Above all, as you can see, they just exude love for each other, their kids, their hometown, which is why they've built such a loyal following online. And this week is their seventh wedding anniversary, oh. so happy anniversary to the McKays. I was just thinking, just yesterday, family. we did a story here with um, Ant Antonia uh -huh. about foster care. That's right. Um, yeah. And the need in this country is so great. So you look at those kids and you just think, you know what? They have a beautiful home now. That's right. Have, you know, yeah. people who love them. So it's love. Love goes a goes long goes way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, coming up next, our series, The Sweetest Thing. We're going to be unwrapping what it takes to make all those delicious Reese's peanut butter. Mm. Then later, fitness icon Denise Austin is here to show us a simple warm-up before we walk. Third hour of today steps on as we continue. Good. with the latest piece from our series, The Sweetest Thing, NBC's Kristen Dahlgren got rare access to find out how the iconic Reese's mm. chocolate peanut butter cups are made. I'm jealous, Kristen. Yeah, how are too. you? <laughs> yeah, this was definitely a great assignment again, guys. Now, there's no public access to the Reese's factory. So for me, it felt a little like a cross between Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and I Love Lucy. It was definitely a delicious day. Take a look. It's that perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate, dreamed up by H.B. Reese in 1928, when the Hershey worker thought he needed to come up with his own idea to help put his 16 kids through school. Originally called the Penny Cup, Reese's now does over $3 billion in business each year. 
It's one of America's favorites, and mine. So I didn't mind donning a hairnet if, how do I look? if it meant rare access to see how those little cups of deliciousness are crafted. My tour guide, Courtney Laird. I'm the peanut butter business unit manager, and I'm going to take you through the lines today. That may be the best title ever. This smells so good. That's because they make their own peanut butter. We roast around a million pounds of peanuts a week. Wow, a week. So this is where we barrel uh, fresh peanut butter that we just made uh, from the roasting process. This whole thing is filled with peanut butter? Filled with peanut butter. Of course, it wouldn't be Reese's without... This is liquid chocolate. How many people have gotten fired for sticking their hands under that? None that I know of. Who are these people with such amazing self-control? This plant has nearly 800 employees. Some working here for over 40 years. There are some things that technology just can't do for us, and that's where we have some remarkable employees here that make sure that we have the proper cut paper, one in each spot. Can I try this? Absolutely. It's already getting ahead of me. <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks. This is why Lucy was like shoving them all in her mouth. This goes fast. Do you ever ask them to slow it down? Oh boy. Oh gosh. Next stop assembly. First layer of chocolate goes down. What makes your chocolate special in these is a very special secret and that I can't share the ingredients. You're afraid I'm going to go into the peanut butter cup. Yes, just in case, just in case. How many cups come through in a day? So this line we produce about 20,000 pounds a day. A day on this line, yes. Add some peanut butter, a chocolate top. This is starting to look more like what we're used to. A quick cool down. This is what I picture heaven looking right? And one more real person to double check. We have Tanya here. Um, she's helping make sure that we pick off any deformed candy, um, any candy that has multiple cup papers on the bottom. That is actually one of our biggest consumer complaints on our product. Tanya, if you want to throw any of those my way, I've got pockets. <laughs> Finally, a classic orange wrapper. So around 800 cups a minute that we're wrapping. All that hard work that you just did back there, this is the final product. You're welcome, America. Armed with all that experience, I'm ready to make my own. A giant one-pound cup with a choice of fixings. So let's do potato chips, bacon, pretzels, and peanuts. Mm, I'm pretty confident that I made the next big thing here. So we sent you guys some to taste these new Reese's Pops ones <laughs> yeah. and then some of my creation. Okay, oh, go this is, so you may I be wondering how to eat I this. See bacon pretzels. You break it up and then oh, oh, so look yeah, the eat it like chips oh, and dip. Oh, I, like, oh. I see. It's like a bread bowl. Yeah. Except like that. it's chocolate. Okay. Big mm -hmm. George. <laughs> how is it? What's the word? What's the verdict? Ooh. What do you guys think? Yeah. Dylan, oh, good? Dylan was good the job. only one who was bold enough to try it. Kristen. I know. Well, I'm closest. Yeah. Kristen, does anybody oh, well. ever ever? Well Kristen, does anybody ever bite the that guy, the Reese's head guy? Oh. <laughs> That's <just> weird. <laughs> He's just very strange. <laughs> the guy with the Reese's head. What? Nope. You don't have to answer. You know what? He's 
They have this new initiative of Reese's University. So that's the mascot, and uh-huh. you can uh, get your sort of fake degree in chocolate and peanut butter. That's wow. Oh. Well, you what did great. Gift. Kristen, thank you so much. Oh, there he is. I love it. He looks a little mischievous. <laughs> Got that eyebrow working. I see a costume for you for Halloween. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Kristen. Kristen, thank you so much. And thanks for sending go. these. <laughs> We're also talking all things candy and costumes in our streaming special. It's called Inside Halloween. That starts this morning at 10. Tune into our streaming channel today all day on Peacock or on your smart TV. All right. Well, Kristen mm. is clearly living her best life. And coming up, we are going to talk about how to manifest what you want for your life. What do you want your life to look like? The small steps we can all take. That'll be good. I want it to look like this. We'll be right back. <laughs> That's so yes. cool. now for our series life lessons and this morning we are focusing on manifesting the life we want roxy nafusi is a self-development coach who's made a practice of making goals materialize a way of life her book manifest seven steps to living your best life is a british bestseller and i have a feeling it will be in this country uh-huh. as well good morning good Roxy. Morning. Thanks for being here. thank you so much for having uh-huh. me okay so first up what what is, I mean, I think we know what manifesting is, but in, in this context, what is manifesting? So to put it really simply, manifesting is using the power of your mind to change and create the reality that you experience. And, and so it seems like right now, this is a very buzzy, buzzy word. Uh, what are the misconceptions? Because I think we know what we're talking about, but then there are probably mm-hmm. things that we don't realize. Yeah, there are so many misconceptions, and I guess that's what me and my book is trying to debunk. Mm. I think the biggest one is that you can visualize your way to success, Mm. or that you can just think really hard about something. See it, be it. Exactly. But it just isn't like that. Actually, this is a very proactive experience, and it's not a trend at all. It's a self-development practice. It's about taking action, stepping outside your comfort zone, and becoming so empowered in yourself and so full of self-belief that you make things happen mm. so many times you'll you'll hear someone or maybe you are that person who'll say i'll be happy when mm-hmm. when i get that new job when i get that new house when i meet that right person is that how we should be manifesting or should we be perhaps a bit more vague when it comes to to, to that kind of manifesting you know it's a good question i think that on one hand it's really important to be clear on your goals on what you want from your life um But at the same time, manifesting isn't just about things and reaching that end game. It's about making the life that you currently have so much more fulfilling. Mm -hmm. It's just as much about the journey as it is about having the things you want at the end. Mm -hmm. And talk to us about gratitude and how Mm -hmm. important that is to have in your mindset. So I call it in the book, the manifesting sweet spot, which is knowing where you want to go whilst being entirely grateful for all that you already have. Mm -hmm. And gratitude has a very high vibrational frequency. And when we sit in that, place of appreciation. We live a more fulfilling life. We improve our well-being, but we also attract more abundance to us. Mm-hmm. Can you give an example of what being how we show gratitude? Like what, what should we say to ourselves? So I think there's like three categories of gratitude we can use. So we can have gratitude for ourselves, the people that we are, what we offer to the world. We can have gratitude for our life. So what's within our life that we can really focus on? And then we can have gratitude for the universe because sometimes, you know, when we're having a bad day, yeah. we can't find that gratitude for ourselves mm-hmm. or our lives. We right. think, oh, nothing's good. Mm-hmm. But there's things in the universe. You know, we can be grateful for the sound of the birds or the sun shining or something that's more universal. So I like to split gap gratitude in these three categories so we can mm-hmm. always find something to focus our attention on. 
I think it was younger people, not just for younger people, all of us. Sometimes you get on social media and people say, oh, I want that or I want that life. And they think everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. Where is the line between manifesting this dream that's not really maybe what you need or it's, there's envy in there somewhere? So step six is turn envy into inspiration because envy comes from this scarcity mindset. If you have something, there's less for me. And what happens is often we deny our envy. There's a lot of shame around it. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, we pass judgment on people. So we Mm -hmm. might be on Instagram or TikTok Mm -hmm. and we start judging people when actually we're feeling envious. And so what we can do is own our envy and show us what needs healing and what we still want for ourselves. And that comes from a much more abundant mindset. There's enough for everyone. Absolutely. And this, is, this isn't a destination, though. I, I, I would imagine that you've got to do the work on a, on a regular basis and probably do checkups, maintenance. Yeah, like I said, this is a self-development practice. It's not something you do for 20 minutes a day. It's a way of living. And I think that's what my book really explains, that you live and breathe this stuff. And it's also about, you know, step four is all about how to cope with challenges, rejection, obstacles. This is still real life. You're not going to learn to manifest that everything is perfect, but you know how to show up for yourself and how to change your perspective on all the challenges that you face. This is good. I just looked at this page, exercise, or you have a little exercise exercises yeah. in here. This one is behave the way your future self would. <laughs> well, there are a lot of moments like that. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful book. Yeah. All right. When we come back, fitness expert Denise Austin, she's going to join us for start today, walking us through a five minute warm up to help us get moving. Put us in good spirits. Uh-huh. Too. We'll be right back. Do it while you're in the recent Pandora makes it easy for you to find your favorite music. Discover new artists and genres by selecting any song or album and we'll make you a personalized station for free. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the soundtrack to your life. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. We are more than halfway through our Fall Back into Fitness program for our Start Today Walking Club, sponsored by Easy Spirit. Never too late to join us. All you have to do is scan the QR code over there by Craig so you can get in on the fun. Uh, Our Start Today community knows that your warm-up is just as important as your workout. So here to show us a dynamic walking warm-up, a woman who's been helping people reach their fitness goals for more than 40 years, fitness expert and Easy Spirit spokesperson, Denise Austin. Denise! It's so good to see you all. So, Denise, in these 40 years, what's the biggest change you've seen in Mm. fitness as far as, you know, because it was in the beginning. First it was high energy. Yes, yeah. And then it was, you know, low impact, a step, Pilates, yoga, but walking has been the best way to exercise forever. And I love walking. That's what I do 
to stay in shape, mm-hmm. fill my tummy. <laughs> right. I want to see at sixty-five. All right. Wow, so walk in. Oh, yeah. will bounce a dime off of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you in shape. It makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. I love to walk for fitness, right. and also it's the best way to get energy and get yeah. your metabolism yeah. revved up. Half so the time, half the time I walk just because I need to get from point A to point B. I live in New York City, yes. uh, but. A warm-up is still so important, even when you're walking. Yes, because it gets the blood circulate, Mm -hmm. gets the oxygen to flow. So I've got some easy moves for all of you to do with me. And they warm up the body. The first one is open up your chest, and that really helps your oxygen Let me just jump right in. Of course, honey. Come on, Craig. You got it. That's it. You want to open up your chest to improve your posture. How many of these do you do, One minute. Okay. One minute of each exercise. Switch sides or no? Just go side to side. Right. You shift you're side to side. Doing this wrong. Oh, you're shifting. You're shifting. You're shifting. You don't move your foot. You're oh. shifting. These are dynamic stretches oh, that open up the chest and work your thighs. Oh man, that's it. I got a great view here. Hey now, look great right. from behind. Okay, so a windmill. There a windmill is my favorite. You know okay. why? Because it works your inner and outer thighs. Mm-hmm. It gets the legs circulated. Oh yeah. And also you work the waistline. Oh, let's do it then. Yes. Also, it hit, works those hips. Craig, I've never seen Craig, someone uh, work. Plus, <laughs> plus Craig's out of sync with everybody. Very nice. I've got a different vantage point here, too. Can you feel your inner thighs? Oh, that's much better. better. Okay. Good. Thank like you for that. that. Yeah. Hey, what's, yeah, tell us about the hamstring great. to calf stretch. Yes. Right. Okay. The hamstring. This is one of the most important areas to stretch every day. You've got oh. the back of your yeah, thighs. You know why? Why? Because it keeps your back healthy. Oh, if your muscles back here are tight. Mm-hmm. It tugs it on the low spine. Yes, that's what happens back. to me. So stretch every day your hamstrings. Yes. And then shift the other leg. Okay. Okay. Sit way back. The more way you back. sit back and flex that oh, foot, that the more so you feel that stretch. And how long do you stretch? Oh, 30 seconds on each leg. Okay. So hold and breathe. It takes about that amount for the muscle to relax and increase its flexibility. Okay, okay now for the calves. Back of your thighs, calves. And this uh, is good to help too. prevent shin sweat. I need to, sh- I need to stretch. Stretch more. This yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah. Which means you stretch at all. Do you do Beautiful. this every day? Exactly. Every day I stretch, yeah. yes, for just nice. three minutes. Okay, the other side, stretch your calves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Calves are so important to stretch for your walk. So when you get out there, your muscles are warm, ready to go. What? Okay. Now you'll feel in the back of your you your gastric medias. Oh, You're doing great. Man, okay. You. okay. You think I listen to these people? Now we're warming up the whole lower half. This is for the better half. Your knees, your hips, your ankles, your hips. Come on. Circle those hips, baby. Loosen up those hips. Because you're not getting the Roker commentary over there. And I'm getting. We're having fun. Okay, now flex and point your toes for your feet and your ankles. No, no, Craig, you're missing the one thing. You have to do this. This is so good. A great warm up. Stay so balanced. This is hard to do. Yes, it is, but it's so good for your feet and your ankles. That's it. This makes you realize even if you're going for a power walk, a lot of us are not doing this part of it. Yeah. And how important is it to warm up? It's just good to lose. Loosen up the this joints to lubricate your hips, this been, your this thighs, been for this. your buttocks. Denise, thank you. <laughs> Don't forget, you can, sign up, you can sign up for our walking club. Just head to today.com or scan the QR code. And all 
all you need are good walking shoes, like my Easy Spirit. By the way, our sponsor, Easy Spirit, is also offering a special code for our viewers. Just use the promo code today for 20% off. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. And we'll show you how Craig does this. Woo! He works out. And he dances, too. Coming up tomorrow on the third hour of today, we're going to find out how some iconic candies are made in our series, The Sweetest Thing, including the worst candy ever, candy corn. Delicious. Mix it with some peanuts. (sighs) All right, coming up on Hoda and Jenna, two music superstars, Grammy winners Tanya Tucker and Brandi Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow for all the candy corn lovers. What's your your Instagram? Why not just eat a great day? Have a great day. Al Roker. Bye-bye. Finding the music you love shouldn't be hard. That's why Pandora makes it easy to explore all your favorites and discover new artists and genres you'll love. Enjoy a personalized listening experience simply by selecting any song or album, and we'll make a station crafted just for you. Best of all, you can listen for free. Download Pandora on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start hearing the soundtrack to your life.